congratulations. It's your girl, Father Longlegs. You know me, Daddy T. This is the final episode of Congratulations. This has been so fun. I've enjoyed just celebrating through the summer some good stuff because, you know, wow, the beginning of the summer, we were so excited to be vaccinated now and going back in. But this time, I think we've learned a lot and I hope that we're all in it together. And yeah, you know, that's the last I'll say of that. Um, Before we get into this final episode with Sammy Junio, I'm going to make a few announcements. Next week, I will be performing at the Philly Punchline, doing a headlining set, um, and my good friend Blake Wexler is also on the show. Shout out Blake Wexler, who's been a guest on You Can Tell Me Anything. Check out his episode if you have not. It's a really great one. Um, I can't wait to visit. I've never done that room before, and I am vaccinated. I believe they're following all, I mean, I know, sorry, I said I believe, like I didn't know, but they are following all safety protocol. So it will be safe and fun show if you are feeling sick. Obviously, stay home. There will be other shows, but can't wait to see you. That's a week from today on September 1st at the Philadelphia Punchline. And after that, I'll be doing a run of shows in New York City. Um, I uh, have a bunch of shows planned, but I want to just like put them all out on a graphic on my Instagram so that because so I don't have to list them all one by one, but follow me on Instagram at Teresa Lee Bot or go to my website, TeresaLeeComedy.com slash shows. Um, I'll be doing shows all throughout New York in September. So I hope you can come to one of those if you live in New York City. Can't wait to see you. Let me know if you're confidant. I always love to meet y'all in real life. Um, and finally, I'm about to launch my uh, crowdfunding campaign for my short film. Uh, it's been taking longer than I thought because it's all done, but the site needs to approve it. Shout out to Seed and Spark who really do a thorough job of making sure your campaign's set up for success. So since I can't officially announce it yet since I'm not sure it will be online by Wednesday when this pod comes out um just stay stay tuned um it it will be out soon I am raising funds for my short film Get Love which you know because you've been listening to this pod I've already filmed I'm very excited moving forward but of course I did get out (laughs) I did take a zero percent APR credit card to pay for the film so um it's I'm in debt. It's fine. I'm going to, everything's good and I'm happy. But uh, yes, I will be crowdfunding that. So if you want to support in any way, feel free. Even if you don't have money, you can share it. That actually goes a huge, long way. Moving on to some congrats to the community. Congratulations to Drew Spears, a fellow UCB comedian who actually created his own business during quarantine it's a production company and I've been to the space okay spoiler alert I edited my campaign video there rented some equipment for our short um Drew Spears Productions is the official name of his company if you live in LA and you're looking for a place to do self-tape or photo shoot or um you just you know want to rent some equipment he's got a whole list go to drewspearsproductions.com I'd love to support fellow comedians who are realizing they can take power of their own um, business and future and you know it's not a small endeavor to start a company like that but he's really doing it right uh, by s- addressing needs uh, from the community because he's part of the community so go check out Drew Spears Productions and on this day in history on August 25th 1981 the U.S. spacecraft Voyager 2 
came within 3,000 miles of Saturn's cloud cover, sending back pictures of data about the ring planet. Okay, this is a huge for me. You know, I became a planet buff and during the quarantine. Fucking love Saturn, okay? She does need a man to give her a ring, okay? Saturn is the shit. So um, congratulations to Saturn for getting those rings. Um, okay, and finally, um, I do want to say a quick word about OnlyFans because I know it's been in the media um, with their disappointing um, news that they are siding with investors because of the prudish investors who are constantly getting embroiled in sex scandals yet refuse to lift the stigma and shame off of sex work. So I want to say I wholly stand with the sex workers and I don't want people to think this is a black and white binary issue. There are very many layers but overall, I always like to take the human side. So I'm not saying definitely we should have sex work everywhere. It needs to, you know, be age appropriate. And I am aware there are weaknesses and insecurities in the internet porn industry because it's hard to regulate people being of age. So I'm not saying this blanket like, hey, let's just let everybody do everything. I'm just saying that when people are motivated by money, as in the investors, over being motivated by human interest, as in sex workers wanting to band together to form a safer community, I think it's pretty obvious at that point what side I'm going to take, the human side. So um, that being said, uh, I have st- I have still been on my strange journey with OnlyFans. Um, I honestly really appreciate all the confidants that ventured into this new thing with me when I wanted to move from my confidant newsletter to OnlyFans, um, I have personally found that the experience has some pluses and minuses because honestly, okay, (laughs) sorry, I didn't write this down because I wanted to be from the heart, but the truth is a lot of things about the site make me uncomfortable. The volume of messages I get that are not about my comedy, that are not familiar with my comedy and are, let's just be frank, are asking for nudes or things that I don't advertise as stuff that I do that makes me uncomfortable but on the other hand I actually have found I've been able to get a lot closer with confidants it does give me the ability to talk directly to people to experiment with jokes that maybe I don't feel that comfortable putting on the main things that get into more personal issues like my past trauma PTSD uh, mental health and honestly even some like sex jokes that are not sexy but you know might cover are rated topics that I don't feel should be out there for anyone under 18 to see you know so I appreciate the platform existing I will say I'm continuing to follow the news and I will act accordingly but for now I am still on the platform because um I know that my fans who follow me also share the same values as me so I think it's a good way to be able to connect more directly and hopefully influence change so that being said I am still on OnlyFans it is free to subscribe and I do have um, content up there that some of it's behind paywall some of it's not but if you want to join it's Teresa Lee on OnlyFans um, I will say this I think you all know it's not an NSFW page um, I'm very transparent about what content's on there you can browse and you can get a very good sense for what it is yes I do sometimes post twerking videos but they're like kind of in the comedic way like they're jokey um, but yeah I guess if you like my butt whatever but really very, very transparent. I'm not out there to like secretly trick you into asking for nudes. Please don't ask for nudes. I am very upfront about not doing that. 
because uh, nothing against people who do. I genuinely don't feel comfortable knowing people have seen my nudes. I like want that to be a private thing between me and the partners I choose because there's something really fun to me about like the secret of it. And that's my personal choice. Thank you for respecting that. Okay. All that being said, you can see my butt all day. It's like literally not behind paywalls. It's on my Instagram. So enjoy that. I think butts are for everyone. Everyone should put their butt out. Everyone's avatar should be a butt. Truly butts for all. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on board. Haha, I said coming. Okay, I'll stop. Thank you for coming on board this journey of congratulations with me. Next, uh, we're taking a week off and then we'll be back with an all new season of You Can Tell Me Anything. Gosh, I'm so excited for the season. We've got some huge guests lined up and I can't wait to share it with you. Enjoy this episode. Hello, congratulations. Congratulations, Sam. Can you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, one more time, just do it. Okay. Congratulations, Sam. Oh my goodness, (laughs) Teresa. Thank you so much. Congratulations to you too. You got a back-to-back podcast day today. Um, That's exciting. Is it? (laughs) Or is it just (laughs) every day of my life? I don't know. Is it every day of your life? I well, I um, this is our last one, right? For with you. Yes. If I'm counting correctly, our our four episode mini series. Yes, and so I have a okay. Well, I want to start with something that's regarding this. Um, so I, you know, like this was sort of a labor of love that I'm developing as a way to not only just check in and hang out with my buds, but also because I was like, I want to see what else I can do outside of my my long-winded <laughs> trauma podcast that started as a comedy <laughs> podcast. But, um, I mean, it still is a comedy podcast, but it ends up getting <laughs> real serious. Uh, but then I brought it up to my network, the, the Hoo-Ha uh, Network, and pitched it as sort of like a mini-series to do this summer and take a break from the longer one, and they are into it. So I, um, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Um, and, you know, we'll, oh. we'll see where, where else it goes. But I, I'm excited because it – it has a network, I guess. Uh, congratulations, has a network. Oh, Teresa, congratulations. <laughs> and to you, too, because you're on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Look at us. <laughs> um, well, what, yeah, what's, what's up with you? I think we um, have a lot to catch up on. And I feel like last time we spoke, you had so, much cool, so many cool things. Like, I'm very excited to hear what else is going on. Oh, sure. Um, did I? Well, okay. How well, long is it? I you, mentioned. You have the pot. You, you have like a Fast and the Furious situation. Yeah. So that has since launched. Yes. Um, okay. Yesterday we recorded with John Cena. <laughs> oh my God. Congratulations. I mean, that's huge. Thank you so Literally, much. physically, and, and week, literally. Uh, we're releasing our episode with Ludacris. <gasps> um, and. Yes, yesterday, I so on Thursday of last week, I was asked by someone to like uh, technical direct this like thing in somebody's yard, and I was just like, okay, should be fine. But it ended up being like an entire game show pitch to ABC. Whoa! uh, And we completed it yesterday, and I am like so up in my own ass about how well <laughs> I did 
and it's not like I didn't, I, I mean, clearly I didn't create the show and like all the assets and, and stuff were made by their team in Sweden, but like I in set Sweden? it up and I ran it and I did it good. And I like, like, I don't know. Like, I, no disclaimers, people... no disclaimers. It's all good. Good stuff. I mean, just cause someone else did a good job doesn't mean you didn't also do a good job. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's true. Like, we, like I was part of a team and we, we kicked ass and, it was it was it was lovely and wonderful and like wow I'm just so good at what I do. You are. I mean, heck yeah! Congratulations. That's huge because it's sort Thank of you. like, I mean, having uh uh like done like worked in and out of like you know things like ABC, but also just like random basement shows or whatever the equivalent of LA is. I'm like thinking New York, but I know. We met in LA, so I guess LA would be back of a comic room. No, that's actually cool here. Yep. I don't know if there's anything uncool. Well, uh, ba- <laughs> what's the equivalent of you know, doing all of that? Basement? Yeah, I don't know if LA has oh. basements, but the um, my point is that it's I I know that um y- that work ethic gets you to the big stuff, but it means you take everything that seriously. Like you didn't know it was ABC, you didn't know what it was before you got there, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna crush it, and you did. And then it's like that's when it exponentially pays off. But um, I think that speaks a lot to like how you approach everything you do, which is really, really worth congratulating. Because I don't don't think you could say that same about everybody who um you know works in the industry and I that didn't mean to be negative that was meant to be a compliment I gotta get this is what I'm doing <laughs> edit it out, edit it out, this edit is it like out. me to <laughs> behavioral training myself <laughs> everything has to squirt yourself like, in the face with water like no no <laughs> it's really it's because I don't know it's like people say it's like a Taiwanese thing I don't even know if that's true because it's like I grew up here and I know tons of non-Taiwanese people who are like this too but I don't know where it comes from but I tend to always have to add that's why I say no disclaimers it's really for me um, but right. <laughs> congratulations. That is really awesome. And I know you crushed it because you also crushed the show we did last week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was so fun. And congratulations. Like that was such an, such a fun thing to do. And it's like, I, I don't do a lot of things for my, my like social community. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's not them. like I, I like say no, I'm just not in like actively in, um, places where like people know to ask me to do it, so like it was really wonderful to to be able to to work with you and tap on on that and and uh, raise so much money. Oh, thank you. Yeah, for I guess we didn't sh- share. I don't think I talked about this last time, but it, it's been on the my list for. Um, oh, I wanted talk about the show but I think maybe because we skipped last week but this is a perfect um, sort of coming together of everything because uh, I, I tap is um, for I guess listeners uh, Taiwanese American professionals which sounds really fancy but it's really just like an extension of sort of those college cultural clubs that exist and I think because Taiwanese people have such as like they're on one hand it's such a strong presence in California and New York but also you know in many other ways they don't always have like the uh, status of a country in other people's eyes. So I think that's why a lot of the younger professionals started it as a way to like connect directly to each other and sort of be like, hey, we're all here in these industries um, where we tend to be like tokens. So it's a way to network. But that's a roundabout way of saying like, I only joined it last year when the pandemic hit because I always get their emails and I've always been like interested in like being in a community, but kind of like you said, Sam, I 
also just don't cross paths a lot with Taiwanese, you know, comedians. Now m maybe more that there's more of us, but it really wasn't a, I would have to go out of my way to participate in the community. And, it, you know, once the pandemic hit and I had more time, when they sent an email about like looking for board members, I was like, heck yeah, I love to overexert myself, so I will do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then they, um, like, basically it's been about a year, so they're starting to look for new board members now. So it kind of was nice that this happened because they've been talking about wanting to like do events and all of their old events were all in person. But then I was like, well, you know, I can do a show and raise money for Stop AAPI Hate. And like, I've done a bunch of shows. It doesn't have to be like, the biggest thing ever but if you guys just want like a little thing so they let me do it and um kind of let me run with it but supported me with like marketing and sponsorships and then of course uh mm -hmm. i asked sam uh to technical direct it or whatever what would you call it Ma stage manage I, I don't know what the zoom title is anymore i think it is it's like it's technically stage managing stage but managing. it's really like yeah it's technically stage managing managing yeah <laughs> yeah, it's kind of everything <laughs> you kind of have to do. It's kind of thankless. I feel bad because it's like I have the kind of uh, thing where I want to always be like, everyone come out and take a bow. But I also know that like that's part of <laughs> why people like, want to work on tech is like not to do that. So, um, right. Sure. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you, you made it all. It was so smooth because you did a great job. And I feel like people don't realize that and because it's so smooth that makes sense um but yeah it went really well i mean it really surpassed my expectations we had like 40 no 60 people in there at once and then um we raised 1551 i like that there was a little one because yeah, it implies so someone donated one dollar which is honestly great that's like see the dollar makes a difference <laughs> um and yeah all of that went to stop aapi hate but it was really cool to do it with you and and it was a bunch of you know i booked it so it was <laughs> everyone i liked yeah, yeah. internationally which <laughs> right. was really cool um to just have like that's not a show that i think would ever ha have been able to do here because we literally had like garen from hong kong join in from 10 a.m his place right which is like that's what i love about like everybody pivoting to live streaming um is that like you can get everybody or like people in that you previously didn't think they could be on your show so it's really it's really wonderful to like you know like widen the horizons of who you can who you can work with yeah yeah that's interesting because he even he said because he's like we're fully open now i mean i know he was joking but it is true but because they're open and he's like why am i doing a zoom show but part of uh, the connection of like those community like you call the community thing which i think makes sense because it is but i also feel like the because i ran it like I had to tell them I was like you guys have to market the hell out of this because all of my followers are gonna just be like it's another show and like none of the comedians on the lineup are you know newbies so they're also gonna be constantly doing shows so that was the cool right. thing is like I was like I'll make sure the show's good but you guys like br put it in your network and they did and I realized like I haven't been able to connect to that side um uh, because you know, it's just not, I mean, there haven't been a lot of comedy shows marketed to Taiwanese people. I'm not saying there needs to be a lot, but the fact that this one right. was, and it was during, or like a preview for API Heritage Month, I got messages of, and of, a, of a different kind, you know, people being like, whoa, like that was really cool. I like never seen that. And you kind of realize, oh, like people just weren't even going because they didn't know, you know? And yeah, you don't yeah. see shows with uh, all, I don't think every show needs to be like that, but I think every once in a while it is nice to, bring people from all around the world to be like, see, 
we're everywhere. You just we just tend to be booked individually on these shows. <laughs> right. There's a group of us. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and I really like yeah. I'm going to I'm going to shout out Julia um Triplett, who was on the show too because I mean, as a comic, I feel like most people know her, but um, she's uh, I, she's mixed race and she has jokes about being like half Asian. And it, I thought that a lot of the American Asian Americans would enjoy it. But I also know that like they don't like Julia is not Taiwanese, but I also wanted to book her because I think a lot of Asian Americans don't get to hear that point of view because we always mm. play into like, you know, when you're doing showcases, you're assuming the audience is like generically white like you're happy if someone's not but it's there's a sense of like I'll, I will now explain my culture the part that you don't understand which was cool right. to see her do that and she talked about being um called like a pig like drew uh but everyone like understood ugly pig or something. yeah but like it's a funny joke if you don't understand it anyways because she explains it but it was really cool to watch that joke in front of people who spoke mandarin and like they got because right, they were laughing already yeah so that was like a cool little moment. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was really, it was really magical. And I, I'm happy that uh, you asked me. Oh, thanks for doing it. Um, of course. Yeah. I'm trying to, th- I feel like that's a, um, I might have one more, but I feel like that's a really fun one because it involved both of us. But do you have any other, um, anything to share or anything you're happy about even? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I, I mean, I'm fully back. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing else is sparking joy at the moment. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot going on in a good way. So I, I'll just share the final one because I wanted to share um, like things that are in progress too that aren't just all like. Oh yeah. Because I think it. the point is like sometimes we're like waiting, waiting to have the moment to share like the finished thing, but really, I think we talked about this on a previous episode. But the process of like doing something is I think what always excites me but that's the part you can't share so I'll share one Um, I talked about wanting to shoot a short and I actually started uh, really doing the pre-pro on it I'm directing my first short I'm just gonna say I am directing my first short that I wrote and I've like picked a date and started like doing all the preliminary um, pre-production like nothing (laughs) nothing concrete at all including (laughs) No, but none of the cast people I have started like thinking about have been reached out to. But in my head, I'm like, it's happening in August. I have a budget. I have started making a lookbook and it's going to happen. And, you know, if things change, they change. But in my mind, it's happening. And it's the first time it's felt real since I said I wanted to shoot a short this summer. Oh, man, that's so wonderful. (laughs) Congratulations. That's good. Yeah, it's weird because I'm like, I guess I just decide to do it and then I green light myself but I'm like yeah that's how it works yep yep I'm doing it <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's how everybody else works or and when I say everybody I mean uh support man <laughs> yes true yeah that's true um yeah but yeah it is weird how like comedy has trained me to like wait for someone to be like hey you should mm-hmm. go do that thing you wanted to do uh how about this day and I'm like you know because that's how booking works um sure but now I'm like, nope, I want to do it now. <laughs> yeah, take control of your life, Teresa Lee. <laughs> Woohoo! Thank you. Um, well, since this is our last episode, um, I just wanted to sort of like, st- uh, I don't know, wrap it up by um, how do you, have you felt being able to like check in and just like have a couple minutes to like think positively every week? I I I think it's it's really wonderful. Like, I I tend to just do things 
without stopping and like recognizing what I did or even what I can do. And so it was really good to to be like, oh, I'm talking to Teresa. Like, what am I actually like pumped about? Um, so yeah, it was a really good good practice, and I think I will at least continue to remind <laughs> myself like just stop after you finish something and just like revel in it. Yeah. You know? Oh, I love that. I feel I feel, I feel like I put you on the spot with a real like RA answer, question right there, but you you answered it really well. But um, no, I I'm really <laughs> excited because that was sort of the point is like I want to celebrate my friends, but also like now I I don't think I would have known all the cool stuff going on because you know that's we don't we don't always share it. But now I'm like ah I'm so happy for you. I'm so pumped and I'm like so excited for you. I'm gonna check out the Fast and the Furious podcast and I like not, <laughs> now so know you did this good. acting class and I'm like it's it, like I feel like I've like got joy from your joy, which is <laughs> which was the plan all along. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Uh, insider info: My part of my first name is Joy. Really? Yeah, Ooh. my first name fully is Samantha Joy Marie. Oh, maybe I, I feel like now that you're saying that sounds familiar, maybe I've seen it like written somewhere, but I love that. Yeah, sometimes I brag. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I had like you could call me psychic because I guess I knew that before you even told me. Uh, oh, my goodness. I don't know what my name means. My Chinese name means like it's the same Thai as Taiguo, which is Thailand, uh, but I don't really oh. know what it means. So I guess I'm Thailand. No, uh, that doesn't work. <laughs> well, people in Thailand are joyous. Okay. Well, you know what? I think this is my rambling is a good place to end. Sammy, congratulations <laughs> on what such a wonderful month and um, all the exciting things happening and that are still happening. Uh, and yeah, I'm so happy we got to catch up. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for, for asking me to do this. And uh, yeah, this is really, really wonderful. Thank you. I am on Instagram at it underscore your y-o-u-r underscore sam and twitter at sammy Huya, which is s-a-m-e-e-j-u-n-i-o what a joy it has been <laughs> bye sam oh stop it <laughs> bye Teresa. thank you for listening to congratulations this has been a mini series brought to you by you can tell me anything and Teresa lee thank you to google podcast network for hosting this back for a regular season. You can tell me anything starting in September.